This is our first Zoom Zoom in a really, really long time. I know. I hate it. I can't even touch you. I can't throw anything at you. I can't oh. even fart in your presence. But you can see me. Look, I got like some lights. It's not a murder hole anymore. Jesus God. Wow. What is that? Oh, but is that... gay. That's all I can read in the background. No, you know what it says. Come on. <laughs> but ah. Oh my god, butter is a carb. What a fucking throwback. Are you messing? <laughs> <laughs> An old stage pop, a deep, deep cut for long-term, long-term hot girls oh uh, from my past. Um, but yes, and you've got yours blurred out, so I assume you're in your naughty room again. <laughs> I'm in my naughty corner, yeah, just talking naughty things. How we got in the nicest show? Oh, it's a Christmas episode. <laughs> Will we do a podcast? Go on, so... We're here. We're queer. And we're busy doing Real, Real Hot, Hot Girl, Girl Shits. Shit. I'm Claire. And I'm Connor. And this is Real Hot Girl Pod, a podcast about embodying the hot girl attitude in a queer, inclusive space. Ho, 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 ho. Hopefully you've heard the earlier <laughs> episodes and know what we're about. But Claire, let's do a quick recap. As hot girls in training, we are striving to unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. Why are we saying girl in 2023? Because we are taking it back from the patriarchy as an old gender term. I'm coming down your chimney with my tits out. Do you want these milk and cookies? I'm coming I'm down. I'm coming down, down your, your chimney, chimney with my tits, tits out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rides. Hi, Rides. Hi to T. Kyle. Shout out for the Christmas banger of this year. I feel like that's taken over from last year. It was um, Confidence Mind of Scent. Coming down the chimney, Santa's got a present for me. Do you remember that one? Oh my God. Honestly, yeah. Literally, that was like such a banger of last year. And I thought I just got fed somebody coming down the chimney, swinging tits out. And I was like, Claire, we have a new song. Move over. <laughs> exactly. Now, first of all, we should probably say a quick apology to the hot girls because one of us forgot their headphones and had to borrow a Britney mic from somebody. You know, those receptionist headphones that also are a Britney mic that people mm-hmm. use for their teams calls well that is what i'm speaking on so apologies for the less than stellar mic quality but you know what i'm still gonna be hilarious oh my god she's still making it work yes <laughs> oh me on the other hand i'm sounding crisp and cheerful just like the you little do. elf that you ordered in and claire we're gonna bring the real hot girls a very special Christmassy episode this week aren't we yeah it's our last one before christmas so we thought we'd give you a little bit of a christmas cracker Hot or not. Well, Miss Connor Finn, what was hot and not for you this week? Well, Claire, um, the Yuletide is gay and so am I. We got home for Christmas. Um, well, sorry, Christmas. Sorry, got home for the first time, basically, before I go home for Christmas. It's been since October, not to keep going on about it, but I was actually in Vietnam for the month. Yeah, you were on your holidays. Yeah, I was up. on my holidays. Yeah, topping up that vitamin D. Um, and yeah, I think my major holiday week was actually going home to see my ones. Got my little car back, little Black Betty. Wait, is that why I named my car my violin? Anyway. Your violin is Black Betty. That's thought, what's right. What's your car called? Oh, I don't know. Sandra the See It. I haven't given her a name. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, she's an old hag and I love her so much. Um, But yes, I've got her back and I um. Also, another hot is that I'm heading to London this weekend to go visit the mister. So there is seeing family, friends, collecting my automobile so I can hopefully get out for one last little tiny sea swim before the end of the year. And yeah, swinging over to uh, get my Brits out as much as my tits out and going down the chimney to Little Islington, London. So excited. 
Oh my goodness, you'll be getting your Brits out during the week as well because we're going to go see kneecap. I know. Jesus, we're very excited. What about you, Claire? Any hots of the week? Hots of the week for me, I had a little excursion um, over to Liverpool at the weekend. Now, yeah. this is shocking. I have not been on an airplane since we went to Primavera Porto in May. Oh Isn't my that God. terrible? Yeah, I know. She's been booked. She's been busy. She's been saving her money. Well, she spent all her money on housing and essentials. Um, so yeah, I hadn't been on a plane in ages. So had a cute little weekend over to London. It was sort of like a two in one. So I was getting the gang together, but also mm-hmm. going to visit a friend who's been away touring all over North America um, and happens to have a Saturday night off in Liverpool. So we said, you know what? We're all going to go hang out together. We went to see Lancome oh. in a teeny tiny little venue. They were absolutely stunning, obviously. Ate some really nice meals, um, scurried around the taste, got some little, uh, went to this un- unhinged Christmas market. It was so cute. The Liverpool Christmas market went into, it was essentially like a beer hall, a German style beer hall, uh-huh. but they were playing nothing but 80s bangers. And you could get like Bailey's hot chocolate. You could get Mould's cider. You could get individual shots of Jaeger, not even Jaeger bombs. It all felt a bit sophisticated, but also unhinged. People were getting down. They were having a great time. So yeah, yeah, really, really nice. Just a little festive um, excursion with the pals. We kind of did that instead of other voices. We said, you know, we'll leave all the voices and we'll go and see our mate who was going to be away on the road essentially for another year. So it was really, really nice to catch up with her. So yeah, that was a major, major hot for me this week. Um, did you have any knots this week, Miss Finn? Oh my God, God love the Skysers. You've had an extra hot this week. I love Oh my God, we had so much fun, honestly. Oh, um, knots this week. Not really. It's just... Obviously, as anybody is right now, experiencing probably the Christmas cram, as I like to call it, and trying to basically fit in a hundred thousand things into the space of like a week, like a day. You I feel like you're chopping up your time between okay, I have to go do this for work. Um, you know, trap hopefully try and get out to do, you know, a little bit of exercise or you know, try to get a hobby. I feel like Everybody is a little bit spread thin whenever it comes to this time of the year. But it's not the worst thing in the world. I did say that my homework was to have a big cup of cap the fuck on. And um, do you know what? I'm leaning into silly season. It's been fine. It's all grand. Uh, But yeah, it just feels like a little bit of pressure uh, leaning over the shoulders. But it's all good things. And uh, do you know what? It'll be grand in a week or two now. We will be out of it. There'll be easy peasy. What about you, Claire? Any knots of the week? What the French would call le mental health crisis. Mm. <laughs> so I haven't been very well at all. And um, so that's not amazing. But, you know, we're using our hot girl training. Um, we are speaking with the doctors. We are trying to figure out because, you know, I've talked about I got my ADHD diagnosis got mm-hmm. the medication for that, but then I can't take that with the uh, like look I just my GP is actually taking a well-earned break um and is going to be home in a week's time so I'm going to have a proper chat with her when she gets back and we'll put a plan in place but for now just kind of laying low keeping the head down trying to keep the weasels at bay and um yeah so that's me <laughs> not <laughs> ideal <laughs> but what can we do 
We can open up some crackers with the real hot girls. That's what we can do, Claire. Absolutely. Yes, we can. Love a good Christmas cracker and also love kicking my problems down the road till next week. Woo! This is definitely not a cult. So, Claire, as this is the real hot girl Christmas cracker, I thought it was only right that we reach out to the rides around us and, you know, actively open up some fun hot girl uh, dilemmas that we can help for all the queers out there to survive their Christmas. We kind of did do this last year about the declassified queer Christmas survival guide. I thought we learned some good lessons and some maybe it'd be nice to impart some of that well-earned knowledge uh, onto the new rides out there who possibly didn't get all of our delicious goodness last year. Well, first of all, go back and listen to the last year's episode because it's really good. But in the meantime, I'm loving this little bite size. It's like little canapes of real hot girl uh, training, Connor, that you've been digging up for us. I love it. Oh, trust me to dig something up, Claire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the first one, um, I've, I don't mind just talking about. Now, we were talking about, sorry, delving there about last year. Fun fact, this time last year, Claire, we were actually planning our Megan premiere. So this was our first ever real hot girl meetup, isn't it? Yeah, this was the one it was, where we yeah, the in-person one. Hyper fixed over gay Chucky essentially, and uh, mm-hmm. decide that uh, they needed a premiere in Ireland. Unbeknownst to us, I think they did hold a premiere, but it was our first gathering of the <laughs> rides um, outside of uh, their ear holes or whatever stream platforms they were on. And uh, yeah, we went to the lighthouse. Does that not seem bloody ages ago? It was. Just it does seem gig- bloody ages ago. That's so funny. So would have been what the sixth of January or something. Yeah, yeah. It was like right at the start of January. Which, in hindsight. Insanity that that actually grossed more than like Avatar. They just chucked up like a gay doll and it just went skyrocketing. Like, listen, I had an absolute ball in that cinema that night. It was unhinged. Everybody was screeching, laughing, having the best time. And um, yeah, we had a lovely little night afterwards, a little dance. I know. Yeah, it was also the remnants, or sorry, the discovery of a me party because we were just back from other voices as well. Actually, on last year's episode, you were just back from Lancome specifically. So maybe this is just in your clockwork where you have oh to my go, God, see did I just go see Lancome at the start of December. Yeah, OK, I'm totally down for doing that again. Also, did you see they're doing that? There's a one day festival. Um, I think it's next June. It's going to be in Kilmainham in Dublin. It's called In the Meadows, I believe. And it's like Lancome, John Francis Flynn, Mogwai, and some other deadly people that I can't remember, but absolutely buzzing for that. It's going to be so good. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, they'll be dancing next to, who's it? Nelly Furtado on first week, like Forbidden Fruits, and then Lancome coming out to just drag you back into the depths. Of... Oh my God. <laughs> I'm actually going to look. Yeah, In the Meadows, 8th of June, Lancome, Mogwai, Black Country, New Road, John Francis, Flynn, and This is the Kit is the first round of announcements. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Could have yeah. Deadly. Stunning. Oh God, that is such a that is such a major hot of this time of year, actually, is the little gig announcements that all come out before Christmas. Because they're like, hey, are you stuck for a Christmas present idea? Why don't you buy some tickets to this sweet thing that's not happening for ages and it's gonna be bright for more than 10 minutes day? <laughs> yes, take my money, all of it right now. Now, Connor, you came up with this concept of the Christmas cracker, which I love. So this is a twist essentially on our agony auntie episodes that we do semi-regularly. Mm-hmm. So I guess the idea is we pull a cracker, hi and instead of a little joke inside, it is a question from a hot girl. Have I got that right? Dead right, Claire. Oh my God, deadly. Well done me, because my brain right now is made of 
cotton wool. So there you go. Between the weasels and the extensive workload, I don't know what's going on half the time. So well done me. (laughs) Hey, guess what, Connor? I've just thought of something. Instead of me going looking for a Christmas cracker sound effect to open the crackers as like an oral little extra thing for the hot girls, why don't you just crack your tits instead? Oh my God, stunning. Okay, you ready for it? Cracker one, go. No pickup. What well, did you anybody hear that? No, I didn't. That's what they usually sound like. My tests haven't been cracked in a while. They're just not used to it. Well, you know, you're going to London this weekend, so you can rectify that. Hi. Absolutely. Um, okay, cracker number one. Okay, so this one says, since coming out, I don't feel like going home for Christmas. It feels triggering to return back to a place of a former not out self, but still feel like I owe it to my parents to come home. What should I do? What do you reckon? Well, Claire, I think um, we always like to remember the ride that Christmas, although it is a joyous time of year for loads of people, for a lot of people, on the other hand, it can be something that feels like a lot of pressure a lot of people that are maybe it's where them returning back to, as it sounds like a place where they maybe weren't out. Sometimes people who've like transitioned are kind of returned back to an area in a home um, where it just isn't familiar to them anymore or reminds them of a time in their life where they probably just weren't themselves. So I'd first off yeah. say, Luke, well done on you for coming out this is a big thing obviously coming home for Christmas and it's okay to feel these emotions anything pent up because obviously there's some trauma that's sometimes happened in these occasions and uh, it made her feel that you know this just isn't the most comfortable place in the world Um, I wanted to say wholeheartedly that although Christmas is a time for being around family friends etc you get to choose who those friends and family are. And even though there is your parents, maybe you feel like you owe it for them to come home. For you, this is your time. Um, If you don't feel safe, if you don't feel like you can come home, that's perfectly okay to do. It's a-okay. Agree with all of that. I would add as well, it does probably depend on the relationship that you have with your family. If you have a good relationship with your parents and your family where you can say to them, hey, I'm actually feeling a bit uncomfortable. These are the reasons. And just once they're aware of that and they know to be supportive, that's fine. But realistically, it's probably, if if this person is worrying about that, then that's probably not the situation. Mm. Now, Connor Finn, as you know, I'm a terrible liar. Can't do it. You can see it all over my face. You can hear it in my voice and I'll probably just say, I'm really sorry, that's not true immediately. However, sometimes I think that a little white lie for the mental health and for just making everyone's lives a bit easier sometimes it's okay so what I would say to you is if you really don't want to go home and you really think you prefer to stay home or stay with some friends or new chosen family a little white lie just lie and say you have COVID I know that sounds terrible but that is like a hard line there's no backing out of it so Christmas Eve or whatever it is the day before be like oh my god you're not going to believe this I've just taken a test and it's positive. I'm so sorry. I can't come home and just leave it at that. Cause that for me is like, that's one thing that's like a non-negotiable. Like they can't, they can't say it's okay. Come and infect everyone. It's grand. Do you know what I mean? So that's a way of getting out of it. That's what I would do. Yeah. I think it's good as well to kind of have some kind of um, 
excuse or escape route, whatever it is in those kind of situations. Obviously, Christmas just kind of hone on to everybody where it's like, yes, this absolutely has to happen. But having those kind of options, like I think that's the best thing to remember that you always have the option. You never have to be obligated to go do anything you don't want to do. Or a timeline. Exactly. And always real hot girl shit to stand up for things that are right for you at that time. Yeah, if it's possible, if it's, you know, an area with accessible transport or you have a car or an option of a list, go for the dinner. But, you know, oh, stinger, I have to work tonight or I have to work first thing in the morning. So I need to leave. So you're going for a set amount of time and then you go again. So that's what I would do. Jesus, baby Jesus does not mind you telling a little fib to make your life easier on his birthday. It's like a special one day off little treat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I love that, Claire. Okay, so cracker number two. I don't. I'm not able to crack anything. I'm not. I'm not a cracker. What will we do? I, 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 I. Maybe if we just get a little like crack of like um crack a joke. Um, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will take a little. I'll take a little sip of my Coke Zero. Okay. Oh, on the Britney mic. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, mm, I felt okay, that. So that one. was cracker number two. Opening, Connor. Do you want to take it away? I will indeed. High rides, although I'm a hot girl in training, Axmas always feels a little overwhelming with all the fuss. Do you rides have any tips to get away from the chaos? Okay, so this actually ties into kind of our last one, um, where I personally, now, big fan of Chris's, but I would have friends that probably, whenever they come home, this is their like entire family comes out of the woodwork. Friends, relatives, Everybody wants a piece of them and probably kind of ties into what's talking about not of the week. It feels that Christmas crunch that gets into you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say you're doing very well to realize that, you know, you're being overwhelmed by this. We've talked about this in past episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I think to some little tips to get away from the chaos, me and Claire like to do a real hot girl walk. We cannot recommend it enough. And we will be yeah. recording a very special access one as well for all your rides this year um, as well. Uh, I would say if there is an opportunity to step away from it, even if it's just going to your room for a second, putting on some music, some area that you can kind of go, okay, take a breather and step away from the chaos. Um where that's just for a five minute outside. Oh, I don't know, a little smoke and a coffee. Um, anything that kind of sets you back down, nobody's going to notice you for all of five, 10 minutes, half an hour, an hour. Everybody, if there's lots of things, find it overwhelming. A lot of things going on. Likely everybody else will also find it quite overwhelming and lots of things going on. So just remember that putting yourself first is real hot girl shit. And um you're doing very well by recognizing that it makes you overwhelmed and not so comfy. Oh, very true. But even like arrange for like a few pals, say like you want to go for a walk um, and then just ring, you know, go put, put a little group, a little group call on and just talk t- together for like a half an hour outside of the house. That could be really helpful. Um, also, the immortal words of, I believe it was Sarah Silverman, um, always remember the magic sentence. I have diarrhea. It's just like just go and lock yourself in a bathroom somewhere and uh, then have to lie down afterwards and then just like 
watch a little something on your phone and pretend you're asleep. <laughs> it's such a cringe. <laughs> Claire, I wondered why you had so much diary recently. Now I realize it was just an excuse to get away from me. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much for doing me absolutely dirty on the video for the last week's episode promo. But you know what? I'll let you away with it. I wasn't available. You made it funny. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that helps, right? Big hot girl energy. Okay. What are we going to do for our next cracker, AS Moore? Um, ooh, uh, I'll try a joke. Um, okay, go. What you call, what you call, um, a girl with one leg? Eileen. Yes. Uh, what you call, um, a woman between two hedges? Elaine. Um, oh, oh. These are real cracker level jokes. Yeah, yeah. Let me just like one more, one more. Um, are you a werewolf? <laughs> You've used this one so many times. Because, Claire, you've got some hail on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, okay, I really like this one. Um, okay. I think it'll be, it's something that's very relatable. Um, this hot girl got in touch to say, I'm spending Christmas with a new partner this year. And one thing I'm worried about is how much to spend on presents. I'm really struggling at the moment with the pressure to get them something big and show my affection but I don't want to go into debt just for a holiday what should I do relatable you want to um, check this one Claire I feel like you've got it on the tip of your tongue teeth and lips the first thing that jumped out at me here um I would never of all of the presents that I've ever received in my life it's never been the big thing that has stood out as the best thing hmm. it's the thing that um someone put a lot of thought into Mm. You know, so really, I would say that money is not the thing. It's just, you know, as you said, something to show your affection. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's completely fine to, you know, if it's a new partner, it's completely fine to talk to them and say, hey, listen, what's your present giving vibe? We haven't come across this mm-hmm. yet. Obviously, I want to show you my affection, but I don't want to go like too big or too small. And I'm basically just stressing about it. And what do you want to do? We agree a budget or we do something together. What do you feel? I think it's OK to say that. Yeah. If that's I... the kind of relationship you have. Yeah, I'd fully agree. Actually, this reminds me. Um, this time last year, me and the mister actually just kind of were like coming into like fully going out. Like we were going out, but like it's still at very early stages when I wasn't sure how much to get him uh, for Christmas. It um, had just been past his birthday and would maybe went mm-hmm. out for some dinner and drinks. And then suddenly you're rocketed into another holiday another thing and mm. I remember also probably relating going oh god do we go big like is he expecting something I think we kind of had a quick chat where it was like oh are we doing Christmas this year sure but uh I don't really want to go too big on it I think as soon as I set out that premise it kind of alleviated everybody's stress because we both knew that look we're doing a thousand things. We're going out for loads of pints. I prefer to see you rather than you stressing out and, you know, possibly just trying to buy something. I actually, I'm pretty sure I got him like an ice cream voucher uh, for like Gino's uh, because I knew he loved ice cream. Some other little like bits and pieces, but not costly. It was mainly things I was like, look, these are some cute things. Oh, I got him socks that had like milk on them because it's a joke that he looks like he drank a lot of milk when he was a child um yeah things that you can personalize even if it's just like 
a really nice card even if it's just something like look let's do a really nice date together a little walk a swim down in the 40 foot or i don't know something else cute that you can personalize and i don't know that's kind of what i usually order right yeah i think i would say have the conversation right because there's all things like are you both in full-time employment yeah um are you maybe you're on a budget maybe you're not maybe you have different income levels but I think like how like how cute is that like the little ice cream voucher and I'd say he would love that more than anything that you would spend a load of dough on because he bloody loves ice cream Honestly. honestly you know and like you can get lucky sometimes I think the best thing you can do is like listen someone pay attention and if there's something, if they mention something, not even in a hinty way, but just if you can think of something, if you can hit the bloody jackpot, if there's something that they want and they're not able to get, maybe it was like a limited edition or it's hard to get. Um, and it's not even necessarily that expensive. They will love it so much. Like I'm trying to think on her, like even for my birthday, just gone. Um, well, apart from the fact that you, you beautiful girls threw me the party of the year. It was just <laughs> so nice to see everyone. Um, like my little gifties, like the things that stand out the most is um, the little fo- the photo book that you put together for me because I, d- I can't imagine not saying that it like looks cheap, but it wasn't probably the most expensive thing you've ever bought anyone, but it would have taken you ages to put all the photos into it. And it was the effort and the thought behind it. I absolutely loved that. Or you know, my friend Andrew gave me a little necklace, like it's just this little, like a, like a cute little uh, necklace with pop, like a popcorn, a box, a little box of popcorn on it painted in rainbow colors, because that's a little in joke that we've had for years is like the popcorn emoji. And it was just like the cutest thing ever. You know, it was just so thoughtful and I have it up on my shelf and whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, you know, so it's, it's, it's just think about something um, or maybe, maybe they're not a, maybe they're not a things person. Maybe they're more of an experienced person. Maybe they prefer, prefer you to take them for a cute little date somewhere mm-hmm. rather than spending loads of money. I wouldn't worry about it unless you're both like working in tech or have rich parents. You don't need to be forking out for like a PlayStation or like a, no, I don't know, like a new car, a new car. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, Something I'm like, thoughtful, I think is the most important. Yeah. I think there could be this pressure that comes during Christmas, especially whenever people kind of like, publicize essentially like you know classic boy done good on christmas day where it's pictures of like the pandora rings or you know some new trainers all of stuff yeah kind of and like i get that there's external pressure but that's all it is it's external it's you know it's other people doing their own way and maybe that works for them but if you're feeling the pressure on it there's nothing that's going to there's no point in putting yourself through it and as you said Claire it's the small things the things that you can kind of do for them within your means mm. that matters the most and if the person is right for you then that's what should matter to them rather than some big yeah. flashy gift I think it's okay um to just have a chat with them because they're probably like oh crap I'm not sure what to do either do you know what yeah. I mean yeah, it's exactly. all good. But listen, enjoy it. And um, I hope you have a lovely, um, romantic, cozy Christmas with your new partner and you both have a lovely time, whatever you, whatever you decide to give to each other. Worst comes worst, socks and links set. There you go. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> now, finally, Claire, we have one more Christmas cracker for the hot girls out there. What are we going to do for our little cracker opening ASMR? Can we maybe give them a little, ooh, ah, sensation? Oh, hold on. I see my, I see some... One second. Oh, God, where are we going? I'm going to have some sleigh bells for you. Oh, God, there she is. Oh, shut up. I found in the corner of my studio 
some um, hand percussive in- instruments. So I have a little tambourine and I have a couple of little <gasps> shakers. Oh, so for you. Okay, so here's what we're going to have for the shakers. We're going to have some uh, little. Why did I think that was snow? What is that? That's the Christmassy noise. It's not snow. It's just like a general. Is it like a sleigh noise? Okay, so we're going to have this. They're going to. Oh, Shechem, big and loud for all to hear. Hold on, I'll pull the mic down. Hold on. So we're going to have some little uh, little Santa sleigh. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> How was that? Oh sleigh Santa, nice. Ooh. Wait, it's still not making any more noises. Gorge. Speaking of sleigh, um, okay. our final cracker that comes in says, Hi, Ride. Queer Christmas film recommendations recommendations to Yasify the Yuletide Gay. Um, do you have any oh God, recommendations cute. for little cute movies to watch this Christmas, Claire? I don't have like specifically queer ones. I am famously anti Carol. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Mm. There's an age gap and then there's an age gap. I didn't like that film. And even though um, Kate Watzer-Chops is in it, I just find the whole thing a bit weird. Just didn't mm. like it. Wasn't for me. Um, sorry, girls, don't come for me. Um, so I don't know, like my Christmas go-to films, I love like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm. Um, I love... Okay, so actually I was looking for that the other night and I couldn't find it anywhere on streaming. Um, so I watched The Life of Brian instead. Um, I know that's not a Christmas film, but you should just rewatch it because it is pretty funny. Um, are there any specifically gay ones? I'm trying to think one. Sorry, Claire. You are the most, like the biggest Home Alone fan I've ever met in my life. Sorry, yes. Home Alone, um, specifically Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, I think is great because it has Brenda Fricker, it has mm. Tim Curry, um, it has, a, a yeah, there's loads of great stuff going on there. Um, what mm. else is a good Muppets Christmas, Christmas Carol. Film? Oh my God. Like Always, any kind of, of retelling, Muppets doing a, a Charles Dickens story. I mean, what's not to love? Uh, Piggy swinging around, like, the girls are in action. Um, it has a Mr. Bond in it. Like, I mean, come on. It ticks all the boxes. I'm trying to think now. There's got to be, like, because I love, like, I love good, like, Hallmark um, Christmas film. Like, you know, the real, like, formulaic ones where, like, you know, hotshot lawyer goes back to the small town and then realizes that she actually wants to quit her high-flying job to uh, work with, um, to work as a full-time ice sculptor. Oh, even though it's only snow. Yeah, that was an actual um, that was an actual film that I watched before. There's this podcast called Roast Chestnuts that is specifically only comes out on Christmas time and they review Hallmark films and they had me on to review one and it was about this hotshot lawyer went back. She's like, actually, I want to stay here with this hunky lumberjack man and become a full time ice sculptor. Oh, my God. What was that Lindsay Lohan one that she brought out last year? Oh, sorry. Yes. Like that was very good. Flies off, you know, some ski trip. She was supposed to engage. Next thing she wakes up and she's just like trying to relearn her life. Oh, she but, has amnesia. Yeah. So but funny. she comes out like the shower, cuts the next scene. Her hair is perfectly blow dried. She's like, oh, just dry my hair. Finally, I can just slip into something comfortable. Like that's oh. high camp. And the something comfortable is basically she has no other clothes. So they just find her things from the lost and found in the little ski lodge. But like the, every outfit is a complete serve. It is very funny. Just look up Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. It'll put you right in the right track. The only other one yeah. I have, Claire, 
is that this one now happy season because famously um this is the one with Kristen Stewart where she brings back like her like busy partner uh home for Christmas but kind of like has her like incognito secret this is actually my girlfriend and it's a whole thing bubbling up chaos ensues but this was a film that I got drunk on watch and then eventually came out to my mom at Christmas. Sorry, around. yes, we talked about this. I was like, I didn't like that one, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, well, it's special to me. And then we ended up crying. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm laughing this year because it's actually, in hindsight, terrible movie, but very funny. Like, I think it if is. anybody does need like a little giggle, you will enjoy it for the fact. Also, just, I mean, if you're like me and just like something that's a bit gushy with, while you're having a glass of wine, that or any of the Bridget Jones. Oh, my God. We've got into them so much recently. They are Christmas films. I will hold them to that. It ends with the snow falling down and her kissing Mr. Darcy. And the first one, I believe that Chris, Bridget Jones is a very hot girl film. Yes, she is wonderful. Also, still horrified that we were told that she was fat. Oh, my God. Like The whole thing was that she's supposed to be like like. Un, un, what's the word unforgivably overweight and she's like a size 10 to 12 yeah Horrendous. honestly and all else feels stick on a musical uh hairspray miss baltimore crabs and think of claire back there you go honestly now listen connor we've been sitting here chit-chatting our way pulling the christmas crackers and i believe we have some guests at the door oh my god ding dong who could it be hot girls coming through the boys are back in town woo gastro gays russell and patrick welcome back to the pods thanks for having us back so happy to be back with you rides for some christmas festivities festivities oh my god i love that so much um how is your festive season going so far have you been eating drinking partying staying merry all all of the above i think that's usually the way our christmas starts and concludes um we just had a hanlon party last saturday night because all of us are spread across ireland we can't come together on christmas itself so we had i think 32 of us uh who all came together last saturday night and had drinks and canapes and got all glammed up so that's always the start of kind of our ascent into the Christmas time period. So I think Christmas has arrived at Shea Gastrogaze. Oh my God. That is so exciting. Gastrogaze of the Ghana Gaze. I love it. Wow. <laughs> well, we're not so- a pack of 30, but we are just two rides looking for a good time. <laughs> and we knew that you rides. Now, I mean, friends of the pod, as old as the earth itself. I mean, you've been here from the very start, not in age-wise, just in terms of like legacy. I was just going to say, why are you being so shady? I was being like <laughs> legacy rides at this stage. Legacy. Real hot girls. Mm-hmm. We should explain, actually, for anybody that missed it, any of the new rides uh, new to the party, that Russell and Patrick did a Real Hot Girl Guide to Hosting not like that we did a while ago with just general ideas for how to be a good host some drinks some snack suggestions um introduce us to cremant i am now like the f- sophisticated one who arrives at the party with the bottle of cremant so thank you so much for that um so go back and check out that episode if you haven't heard of it we thought we'd do a f- Ooh, look he already has one on hand <laughs> at arm's reach in our house at all times all year long tis christmas I love it. Are you doing that very Irish thing that we're all doing at the moment saying we can't turn on the heating? It's too expensive. So all of the drinks are just staying cold out of the fridge. So it's completely fine. 
Yeah, Absolutely. in short, basically, they're just <laughs> scattered. I'm not joking, they are scattered all around us here. It's just in case we need a little winter warmer. There's a trolley full of whiskey there, some Cremont behind us, and a little bit of everything else, I. everywhere e. else. Our house is explosive at yeah. all times. <laughs> okay, well, stay safe. Um, I hope you're just referring to, you know, some post-sprout eating activity as opposed to there being an actual gas leak, if you know what I what mean. What are you cooking for dinner again? Well, sprouts are on the menu yeah. for this very evening. So I think okay. it's A and B. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, so what what were you thinking? This all came about because I saw that you put up a video posting a snowball cocktail and I thought a snowball was something else. Rude. I didn't realize it was something that you put in your mouth in public um let's just leave that at that um but um I saw your reel that you put up on the gastrogaze channel and I was intrigued because there is an egg liqueur in it yes so a snowball for the uninitiated is a campus tits cocktail from I think the 1970s probably I think it probably started in the UK in the 50s but it really kind of took hold in the 70s and it hasn't ever changed since and it's only queens of a certain uh, vintage who still appreciate it, ourselves included. Ourselves included. Um, I know uh, Her Majesty the Great Nigella Lawson is a huge fan of a snowball herself, um, as would be, I'd say, the likes of Rita from Coronation Street. Yeah, she so. gives me the vibe of someone who'd really like uh, this. Let's run through the ingredients, though. Uh, so the main component is this, which is avocado. This deliciously vibrant yellow custard-esque visually uh, liqueur that is a Dutch creation. Um, do you remember, did any of you ever have that cough syrup that was like banana flavoured and it was this colour? It's kind of like that, but it tastes mm. amazing. You no. never have that? No. Uh, as an asthmatic, I had all these kinds of things. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is this one is called is by a brand called Warnicks. Hashtag not an ad. But um, in in the Republic of Ireland, you can't get this one. You can only get one by a company called Bowes B O Bowes. The other one's a football club. B O H L S. For some reason, this one isn't available in the Republic. So if you're ever up north, get this one. It looks better as well. I'll take Listen, your orders. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna be putting the orders in now for next time yeah. you're home. Postman mm-hmm. Pat's delivery service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I call him. Um, <laughs> what's the other ingredients there? The other ingredients are um, the key to any great cocktail is harmony. So because it's sweet in and creamy on the advocate end, you need citrus. And the next ingredient is lime. So. Uh, ignore those like squeezy green things in the supermarket always fresh lime always, oh, always we talked always. about this before this was your it number is. one tip from the last episode wasn't it yeah. don't be cheap yeah exactly <laughs> then the other ingredient is lemonade now this one is hashtag tesco hashtag not an ad we actually do hashtag ads with MS. I'm genuinely speaking the MS one is actually better just saying but anyway um <laughs> The difference is it's lemonade. It's not lemon and lime. It's not 7-Up. It is lemonade. Mm-hmm. How how are they different? Explain, please. I'm not really sure, but I think it's the addition of lime that's normally in the other one. Whatever it is, it just, it tastes very different when you make it with 7-Up, we find. 
Okay. Maybe that's just us being well, weird. Seven up is lemon and lime, isn't it? As opposed to lemon yes, exactly. aids. Yeah, exactly. So the clear lemonade like this, that does the job. Uh, white, any white lemonade, TK, Marxies, Tesky's, whatever you like. The more sparkling it is, the better, I think. Yeah. And it's it's that classic of like all of the great cocktails in the world are like three ingredients, three, four ingredients. And this is exactly that. Three Ooh. ingredients over ice in a glass there is one other ingredient that's kind of an optional extra but i don't know where the maraschino cherries have gone that we had in the nice jar i I think think they were brought to that aforementioned handling party and they haven't been brought back yet so i'm going to show you a cheaper version which (gasps) is actually like and i mean considerably cheaper so a jar of maraschino cherries uh pretend there's one here is a gorgeous looking um jar it's very it's kind of in a similar vein to the avocado and how it looks it's quite arty looking italian it's it's kept in kirsch which is a a delicious kind of syrupy cherry flavor if you go to little on the other hand you can get these for about a quarter of the price uh, when they do their italian week and uh, they're sour cherries and syrup and it's stunning and it just works in the same way that is such a good chip a good good tip because the maritino cherries that is like one of those things that if you're building a cocktail cart you yes. might get like a bottle of this or a bottle of that from the off license but like a one week purchase might be the cherries like they're spenny no they are hands up uh from cheap ass in the corner here i fully thought the maritino cherries were just like glazed cherries that you put in the likes of uh 15 cake. fans of the pod um yeah w- what's the difference where are maraschino cherries are they not just like the ones that you like lap on the side those ones are glacé cherries Ah, uh, of course mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be blasé glacé of course uh yes <laughs> <Call around. laughs> and uh uh helpful um a helpful explanation is they would probably be in two completely different aisles of the supermarket mm, that, okay uh, yeah yeah perfect so, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are are in a thick kind of cherry alcoholic syrup style thing. So. Also, if they have them in your supermarket, you're in a bougie area. So props to you. <laughs> um, would you like us to make one? Please. Oh, yes. Avo, avo, lemon, need around the back. Snowballs are made. <laughs> <laughs> that is the theme song, Us to Home, every time we make this. How did you know? So, um... <laughs> Because we're fancy, we've got two. What are these called again? Don't say glasses. Crystal glasses. Crystal, the the shape. Highball. Highball glasses. Yes, highball. Ball says hi, and I'm gonna add a couple of cubes of ice into it. Paz, you can make yours. Okay, thank you. Okay, there you go. So a couple of cubes of ice into there. And then the recommendation on the bottle is well, two shots of this to. Just top it up then with the seven up or so, not seven up the lemonade. Um, Do you know if that if that's a European shot or a silly British shot? Uh, Just asking to... since the, since that did come down from not Ireland. Yeah, it. I usually do it. Oh, I'm parts. getting a bit controversial there. I've just realized. Yeah, Sorry, I've just know. been in Liverpool and they had silly baby shots, and we had to get doubles. Yeah. and it felt weird. <laughs> I I I I just used a bigger looking one. Yeah, fair. All the time. Look, so, pour it like Nigella and you'll all have a white Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so as you see, it's quite syrupy. That's probably a bit more than uh, yeah. two parts, but it's it's midweek it, for us. So... You're on your holidays. It's it midweek. is really thick. It's really eggy. It is 
essentially an alcoholic custard. Mm. However, oh God, divine. you're not allowed that to put you off because adding in all of the extra things turns it into a proper experience, a proper drink. So mm-hmm. next. Do you want to go next? Uh, we are squeezing in our limes, always fresh, as I've already explained. Now, there isn't really quantities of the limes because it's kind of up to your personal preference. I prefer it really sharp, really limey. So I usually add in about two limes per person. Um, oh. I think, yeah. So I think in general, if you squeeze a lime, it gives you 20 ml. I could be wrong on that. Uh, but I do two per person. You can absolutely add in as much or or as little as you love. I, on the other hand, I'm only going for half a lime because I okay. don't want the acid reflux later on. Loser. I know, sorry. And then... <laughs> I'm all in. All in Fair. on everything. Hi, sure, coming along. Yours Mine. looks good. Yeah. Oh, I'm just drinking my little um, takeaway coffee here because I don't have any of the ingredients here. <laughs> How's fair. yours, Connor? Oh, well, I won't spoil it just yet. Can't reveal to later. <laughs> Can't wait to see. Reveal okay. yourself. So then I'm going to top it up with some lemonade, not 7-Up. Oh, that uh, looks like Battenberg cake because it's separate. It's, it's staying separate. It That's... is very separate at the moment. Yeah, which is normal that's completely normal then the thing is what you got to do is you got to get an exhaust pipe or <gasps> spoon a danielle straw it's a in danielle a danielle in straw in there and give it a wee stir that was my danielle walsh impression not one of you i loved Connor, it sorry. sorry i loved it but i got very distracted because i'm not gonna like that doesn't look very appealing yes but i have faith no. in you always so just keep so, stirring. Uh, so okay. Stop rough being night, so separate. Would you like to stir yours? <laughs> I'll stir mine on an actual spoon. It, uh, it works better on an actual spoon, trust me. Yeah, yeah, I've and heard then, that one before. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Your, yeah. Oops. Yeah. Oops. And then there you go. That is, that your, is your snowball. Oops. I'm not going to add the maraschino cherries in on this occasion. Mm. Um, But if you did, you just have a little kind of like syrupy red kind of glow at the very base of it. So you drop a couple in rather than leave them on a stick on the top kind of thing. Yeah, I usually drop two in maximum, mm-hmm. but either or. Either one either is or. fine. It is a completely customizable cocktail, so it's easy, it's camp, it's classic, straight out of the 70s, it hasn't aged a day in its life. Let's try it. <laughs> oh my god Down cheers one. this one i made earlier you guys can't actually see through the bottle because it's opaque but it is essentially just that mix nothing else i trust could... you. i'm so glad mm. i'm so glad it's a bit weird mm. to put it into a bottle like that but yeah cool good for you yeah it's how you have to drink it and work i'm getting um creamy um I, I added two limes actually, so it's quite because I'm be- oh, quite a bitter you? queen, so it's actually quite bitter <laughs> oh, okay. for me. But um, I so. yeah, I wish I had the cherries actually, just to even it out. Now, as we say, girls in harmony don't make us sing. <laughs> what would you describe the taste as? Like, does it taste like alcoholic custard, or like what are we what are we dealing with here? I mean, it's creamy. It has the creaminess. It has mm-hmm. the hint of sweetness. But to me, it's like sweet and then citrus at the same time in harmony and as it's like over ice it's it's incredibly cold as well so yeah i guess those are the like heralds okay are okay. we talking i will definitely try this 
are we talking Bailey's consistency now with like creamy muck muck or what are we working with? Great dick and dumb reference there. Thank you. Um, is it Bailey? It isn't as um, at this point anyway. It isn't as like alcoholic. Yeah, as that. How, how high in alcohol is Adka? Good question. It's incredibly low. I'd say seventeen point two. Oh, okay. low. Perfect. Low, low. <laughs> I'm thinking from what you're describing, what I have in my head was if you got like a key lime pie and liquidized it for an old person, and then they were slurping and going, that. "Oh, thank you." Oh my god, I'm so on board with this. Yeah, very yeah. much. I'm excited that. to try. To kind of continue on our conversation after last time, this is the perfect thing to offer your guests as they arrive. It's like a really, really easygoing, mm. entry level uh, afternoon, early afternoon, even oh. um, after lunch. Um, it's a welcome it's drink. Yeah, a welcome drink. Yeah, and then hit that. the hard stuff afterwards. Then straight into the Vermont. Okay, I love that. So, open oh, you open with the snowball, and then you could, is there a second cocktail that you would go with? And then we should probably explain what Vermont is because I didn't know. Loads of people <laughs> don't know. Do you want to quickly do a recap? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, so Vermont is champagne. However, the one caveat is that it is produced in every area or in a heap of of areas around France outside of the Champagne area. So only Champagne that's produced in the Champagne area can be called Champagne. But Cremant is exactly the same grapes approach, aging, all of that stuff as Champagne except in the other areas around. France. So, for example, this one here, which is probably our favourite one, is the Cremant de Jura, which is from the Jura region of France. Um, this is an area that is kind of uh, spooning Switzerland a little bit, just there along the, um, the uh, what's the mountains there? The Alps. Um, this is where <laughs> cheeses like Comte come from. Um, fantastic, beautiful space. Uh, this is probably our favorite one. The bottle that we use and drink most of is actually from Aldi. Um, and it's only in ever around Christmas time, but we stock up like crazy on it because it okay. is fantastic. It is a really good example of a great Vermont. And anyone who tries it instantly thinks it's better than champagne. Just saying. She's, she's a real hot girl. She's champagne oh, that yeah, knows she... how to get around. Do you know what I mean? I love that. Oh, one. yeah. And is 18 quid currently a bottle. Oh. Okay, so for the person who's paying for it, they're definitely going to think it's better than champagne. Definitely, yeah. Okay. And anyone who drinks it, if they're un- unaware, will think it's champagne. Woo-hoo. Everybody's <laughs> wonderful. Happy. Okay, so everybody's happy. Love this. Okay, so um, any other tips that you can impart on us? So you've you've invited some people over. You've got the music playing softly in the background, and you hand people the snowball. You then give the explanation of what the snowball is. They say thank you so much. This is my new favorite drink. What happens next then at a gastro gaze little Christmas um kind of late afternoon early evening get together? Would we say? Oh, it's the nibbles. It's nibbles. Okay. Time. Oh my god. Rec- Patrick has two favorite recipes in particular that you drag out every Christmas without fail. And you look terrified Excellent right now. Excellent introduction. One, and I love them. Number one is the black pudding sausage rolls, mm. which are icy, iconic. I can't spell after half a snowball. Um, it It is like probably one of our most made recipes. It's on our website. It's probably in a book somewhere, no doubt. They are fantastic. It was in the paper the other week, actually. Sure yeah. it was. Um, 
So it's black pudding, apple, mustard, and sausage meat, all wrapped up in beautiful Irish puff pastry, lots of butter, lots of flavor, oh. stunting. And then the other one, you're like, what is it? Nuts. Crystallized ones. I like both of them. So the crystallized ones or the, or the Nigella style ones. I so like Union Square. The Union Square ones are basically thrown into the oven with um, salt, pepper, rosemary, thyme, paprika, honey, and are heated through and are sticky and savory and herby and all of those kinds of things. Mm. Um, the crystallized peanuts that I do are this like incredibly cool alchemy that you put the peanuts into the pan, you start a caramel around them, and then you just keep going until the caramel turns back into a dust and then that coats and covers the nuts if you've ever gone to a christmas market mm-hmm. that's the smell you smell it's those spicy warm sugary peanuts can i be an absolute peasant and ask are you shelling and peeling a load of monkey nuts or are these like salted like a salted packet of peanuts you, you can me. you can do either, but I always just get them out of the packet. Usually, okay, the great. likes of actually Holland and Barrett is actually amazing for getting the all these kinds of nuts because they have them in gigantic bags. Is it red skin peanuts you normally use mm-hmm. for them? And they sell them there, and they're considerably cheaper than the supermarkets because you get them in higher quantities, so you get them cheaper. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. As always, I always feel so chic after I talk to you because I'm like, <laughs> oh, I can just do a little thing like a, a baked brie or, a, you know, one of these like wonderful tips that you always give us. So um, any do you other... still have your um, do you still have your amaretto? <laughs> oh, my God, I bloody do. Yes. Yeah. Bottle sitting there. Girl. Well, it is there I to know. be drunk. Yeah. Would you have another Christmas cocktail that you would suggest for maybe like a like an after dinner kind of a guy Ooh, that you would have a go to for? Or yeah. So on 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 our site there is a um after dinner cocktail that's pretty sweet and pretty indulgent called the snow s'more. Oh. So it's basically a grown up take on a s'more. Don't tell me s'more. Um. So <laughs> obviously a. <laughs> Obviously, um, a s'more is that combination of like cracker, um, chocolate and marshmallow. marshmallow. And basically, we've taken those kinds of ingredients and we've applied them to a cocktail that has rum, vodka, um, chocolate, a hot chocolate powder um what else has it got chocolate in it? syrup in it as well. So chocolate you can kind of paint the glass, glass. Oh. with some chocolate syrup. Oh, stop. And then you torch the marshmallow and that's your edible garnish on a stick on the top. So it takes a bit of work. You do need a flamethrower or a, what's it called? Not a flamethrower, um, a blowtorch. <laughs> a flamethrower. Yeah, I know. I know a couple of flamers that can blow. Yeah, we can get used <laughs> uh, to that. Yeah. Sure you do. My goodness. But um, I mean, if that's too unachievable or specialist, espresso martini every single time. Um, every time. I would like to elevate the espresso martini to Christmas level at Bailey's yes. espresso martini. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank Even you. an amaretto 
espresso martini almond notes i had a terry's chocolate orange one the other day um very very delicious very delicious um I would say that you would definitely only have one of them. It was very sweet. And also, if mm-hmm. anybody does see this on a menu and you think that it's little um, chocolate drops on the top, like little Terry's chocolate drops, they're not their coffee beans. So don't eat them. That would be my <laughs> advice because I ate one and it kind of, I was bouncing off the walls afterwards. It was a little <laughs> coffee. Bean, so oh, no. <laughs> um, but you're learning. I am learning more and more every day. And if the hot girls listening would like to learn more, gastrogaze.com it has everything you need from your vision guides to french onion soup with kyle moore farmhouse cheese croutons au gratin oh my god that sounds delicious and um, but yeah there's loads of recipes in there and loads of cool travel bits as well so highly highly recommend <laughs> so what else have you guys got coming up at the moment you have your weekly restaurant critic column of course yeah. that people can read yeah, we're in the Sunday Times every single week, except probably around Christmas, uh, on Fort for a few weeks. But then we're back in January with loads more of that. Um, we do Dub- well, no, well, I do Dublin Delish on 98FM, uh, which you can check out every Tuesday. Patrick has a fantastic column in the Sunday Times as well. I do. It's a travel column that's interviewing interesting personalities every week about their hidden travel expertise. So each week... A uh, person who is known is offering their their insights on a place they have great expertise on, but all of us haven't heard about that in their arsenal yet. So it's also every Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Is there anything else that we want to mention, guys? Or do you want to just go and finish your snowballs and relax in peace? <laughs> I just want to put on the fire, sit with my snowball. That sounds so weird, but yeah. I just giggle every time you say snowball because <laughs> I'm a child. I know. You're the definition of urban dictionary. <laughs> I know. I just I can't remember my pin code, but I remember all of these terrible terms that I once accidentally saw on the internet and they just burnt into my brain matter forever. Okay. So there you That's go. That's why we love you. <laughs> can I ask if they can't, if we uh, listeners can't follow you, home, where can they follow you online? Uh, gastrogaze uh, as you probably assume that's not G-A-Z-E it's G-A-Y-S um, at uh, basically everywhere Instagram X Facebook but mostly Instagram it's usually where we're, <laughs> we're not on Facebook anymore are we? I don't know I keep getting tagged in things it's all about TikTok so, these days and also, we're not really on <laughs> also the same uh, ass on there as well yeah Wonderful. Listen, Russell and Patrick have a fabulous Christmas. I hope it is a white Christmas full of snowballs and snow s'mores and all of the other snowy things that you could possibly want. And to you both, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Bye, Rides. Real hot girl shit. Love those boys. I honestly feel so sophisticated after talking to them, even though I haven't implemented everything that they've taught us on these episodes, but some bits, mostly the Cremant. And I'm definitely going to try those nuts. What about you? Keep your snowballs to yourself, Claire. I know what you've done with those (laughs) bad boys. Now, talk to me, Connor Finn. What was your homework last week and did you achieve it? Well, Claire, my homework last week was to catch a fat grip of myself and get a little couple of healthy habits in around the silly season. Have I done that? Kind of. Um, Uh It is kind of hard to weigh in, you know, make sure that you're eating healthy whenever there's every opportunity to go grab something delicious, deep fried and covered in chocolate um, or meet friends, pints, all the rest. But... 
I don't feel too run down. And I think it's because my weeks usually start off with me preparing a nice bit of meal for myself. I've been trying to do that a little bit and almost just like prepare my, you know, lunches and all. So, so far, so good. I think I am setting out some healthy habits and I have caught a fat grip and just realized, look, I'm in the thick of it now. Just lean into it, girl. Sure, we're having a Christmas cracker, right? Well, what about you, Claire? What was your homework last week and did you do it? Well, my homework for last week. So if you remember, I was saying my traveling feet are back. I am all enthused about going to some new places, new adventures. And I was going to try and organize some of that. But as I said earlier in the episode, um, my brain is full of weasels. And I have not done any of that because I have barely been able to remember how to spell my own name so um I have parked that and I'm going to make that my homework for actually I'm not even I'm just going to park it until I feel better so no I didn't do it and I do not apologize because hot girls look after their health instead of trying to over stretch themselves so big fat f for me (laughs) (laughs) dead right f fabulous oh I love you so much (laughs) so tell me Miss Finn what is one thing you're going to do this week to embody the hot girl energy you can embody the hot girl energy if you want to it's pretty cold out (laughs) well there I'm going to do what I do best and I'm going to have a jolly holly Christmas honestly and you know what prepare for our big gorgeous hot girl walk as well I think that's going to be my homework we're in seasons are swinging yuletide blinging um i am a christmas baby um not like that i obviously born in june um but i absolutely love this time of year so i'm just uh, gonna make the yuletide gay as much as i can that for you i feel like it's um a variation of the homework you've given yourselves for the last few weeks but you know it is silly season and you are a christmas baby so i will allow it Thank you so much. Yes, I basically have been relying on my just, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, Claire? What's one thing you're going to do this week to embody Adi Adi, the hot girl energy? Go back to the doctor, put a plan in place, try and crawl out of the bin in time for Christmas week. Woo, party! I think that sounds That's like my plan. very hot girl plan. Yeah, and just like big love to anybody um, who is also going through, as the French would call, le mental health crisis at the moment. Love to you. You're not alone. I promise you will feel better for talking to someone about it, um, whether that is somebody uh, in your life that you want to talk to, or if you are like me and I'm like, I want people to be mind readers and just come and scoop me up and look after me, but I don't want them to I don't want to ask them um, or, you know, you can talk to, you can speak with a doctor, you can speak with, um, just talk to somebody, please talk to somebody. Don't go through it by yourself. And I sincerely hope you feel better soon. Mm. Big hot girl energy. Well, Miss Finn, if any of the hot girls want to get in touch with us over the Christmas period, yes, I said period, um, how may they do that? They can find us on socials on TikTok and Instagram at Real Hot Girl Pod. That's right, Claire. I've been uploading to TikTok again. Shock horror. Ooh. Or if they want to write us a big and stinky, they can get us on email. It's realhotgirlpod at gmail.com. Lovely. And yes, big messages, small messages, in betweenies. We're always happy to hear from you. Now, a little bit of housekeeping. It is, of course, Christmas week. Whether you're choosing to embrace that or ignore that, that's absolutely fine. And Connor, isn't it marvelous the way um, calendars move around? Because we actually released on Christmas Day last year, our very special Christmas walk. So what I would like to propose 
for Christmas Day this year. You can listen to last year's episode. It's evergreen. It's got some cute stories. The idea is you take us on your hot girl walk when you're getting out of the house for an hour to get away from everyone, look after the mental health, walk off some of the dinner. And then I think we should do another walk on episode release day, which is Wednesday, which is going to be the 27th of December. What do you reckon? You propose and I say, I do, Claire, I do. Oh my God, she said, yes, how exciting. (laughs) Okay, deadly. We will speak to you on the 27th. Oh my God. Do we say happy Christmas now? I suppose we do. happy Christmas. Happy Christmas rides. Happy Christmas. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Till next time. Stay hot, girls. Stay hot, girls. Wow. Ho, ho, ho.